What's going on, everyone? It's the commissioner here. Oh, not just the commissioner. The GM is here as well. What? On yes. an intro? Yes. My um, my presence is here. So, yes. Ethereal, ethereal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is, what's going on, everyone? The GM and the commissioner are both here. Just real quick for the intro, letting y'all know that we have a fantastic episode in store for y'all. Whew. And, and a wonderful word, episode, and I think that everyone yes. will enjoy this um, in the sense of our subjects, um, what we were able to talk about, and our guest. Our guest is a mind that um, if you watch TV, you watch the news, he is someone that is out there. Um, he works for ABC 13, and he, he, was, he just fit in seamlessly with us, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, no, no. No matter how you slice it. Yeah, he's media, but I mean, he's an all around great guy, a uh, great person, great person to talk to. He's just he's a bro. I mean, there you that's, go. that's 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 as much as I'll say it. And he's just easygoing, just like us. And he, we even mentioned it later on in the episode, like even towards the end. It's just like you said, it fits in seamlessly. We're just guys talking about putting out our opinion on the Houston Rockets. And that's really, Absolutely. at the end of the day, that's what we are. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, isn't that what media is? <laughs> yeah, isn't that really what media is? Putting their own opinion and their own spin on things. It's but our avenue. our first ever media member on the Summit State of Mind podcast. So it's a great episode for y'all. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to cover uh, the genesis of it, his roots, our roots in terms of our love for Houston Rockets basketball. We yeah. cover wrestling. GM, Always. we cover, we you cover never. wrestling. Not when do we not. When do we not? We always cover wrestling, and then we cover the rocket season as a whole, as a spherical whole, mm-hmm. and uh, we talk about that as well. And we also play. I wonder. Oh no! Even no. Before that, we we talk about Bill Worrell, obviously in his last game. Yes, yes. Um, by the time you listen to this, it would have already been Bill Worrell's last game. We're recording this on the Saturday morning after the Bill Worrell f- finale and our home finale, in which yep. we won. So yeah, we're glad right. we take that. We'll take that. We'll take that dubs. You know, we're going, Justin, we're going to the ship, Justin, just like a uh, hardball. We're going to the ship. We won one. We're going, going to, to the, the ship. ship. What? 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 We're going to the ship. What? what? No, no, we're not going to the ship, Justin. We're going to the ping pongs. We're going to the ping pong table. Sorry, Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the ping pong tables we go to get the number one pick. Uh, we also talk about a little bit. Well, we don't really talk about it, but we obviously talk a little bit about James Harden because he mm. obviously fits. He is always going to be a topic uh, for now until, the, you know, until the next generation of rockets star kicks in we're always going to talk about it and then we end off on an amazing game our rushmore rockets best way i could put it out there uh it was overall just an amazing episode uh we're excited to put it out for y'all uh gm i know you were excited to get to get this episode out here we were getting hyped we were like yo we gotta get this episode out here you know um our guest is someone that i looked up to as a teenager um seeing him on um, no, listening to him on radio and just his personality. And I was like, man, this this is uh, a guy that I really respect, someone that's similar to me in regards to opinions and just overall personality. Um, definitely someone I look up to for sure. Um, so I was very excited. It was it, I, it was personal for me, in my opinion. But yeah. I it agree. Was, no, and I remember. You it was very, very fun. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, you know, it, when you was funny when you said that because when you mentioned we looked up to him, I, Justin, I remember on the 
clutch fans when we when Ron Artest came to the city of Houston and he said, oh, yeah, no layups. And then boom. And that was the genesis of their no layups. Podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's where the start of it was. Yeah, no it's kind of crazy. I, you know, I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to talk about that at some point in the future. I hope I can get to talk. about. Yeah, that. absolutely. We can definitely yeah. Um, yeah. talk more about that later on, because I'd love to hear more about um, his story in the media. So yeah. for people that are interested in that, um, we didn't get to cover that this time around. We did get to cover the Rockets, but maybe next time if we're able to, you know, hopefully cross. Oh, no, we'll, no, we'll get them. No, 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 no. We'll get them on. Let's let's, let's, let's positive. I'm, I'm like going to be confident. I'm going to be confident. Really we're going to get them on for another. Confidence. You know, we're going to have him. We're going to have him on the pod. We're going to get him on the court. And, you know, there you it's going to be it's going to be good stuff. So we bottom line is if you wanted to listen to an episode of the summit state of mind podcast we definitely think that you should always listen to this one as well as all of them he's on our 30th episode oh 30th, wow no our way kenny, our kenny smith That's episode today yeah he's on our kenny smith episode oh, episode 30 God. so it, it was an honor and a privilege to have uh Mr. Raheel Ramzanali on the podcast and we're going to give him an intro and it's going to be great. And we're just excited for everyone to listen to it. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, big shout outs. GM, thank you so much for being my partner in all of this tag team partner for 30 episodes. And technically in all technical terms, you've been, you've been my tag team partner for like 40 because we've had yeah. 10. We, we, I think we did like 10 episodes on the three, two zone. So yeah, in way, technical way terms, back in the day. maybe mm-hmm. one day I will, I will, I will retro. I will retro a, a one oh, of our geez. old episodes so the whole world Oof. can listen to our our, our I amazing. Want to, I don't know if they want to hear that, but that's cool. I mean, I I, I want to listen. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I still I, have them. I'm, so. I want to listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull I'll pull it out. I'll pull it out one day. So we we can maybe we can go retro one day. We'll go. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be the three two. We zone have for a we bit. have content that is unreleased. Oh, we have the on un- emergency <laughs> <laughs> the unreleased content. The people demand it. We need yeah. the people to demand it. Three, two zone. So, <laughs> so okay. So uh, anything else to say, GM, before we kick off the episode? No, just please keep your ears plugged in to, um, you know, to this pod and give us a listen. I I'm truly believe that you guys will enjoy this one for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And with that said, you guys, a great episode that we have in store for y'all today. It is definitely going to be a deep dive. It is definitely going to be an amazing conversation with a great personality, a great radio personality, a media personality, and someone that me and the GM could call a friend and presenting for y'all for the first time ever, a basketball conversation with Raheel Ramzanali here on the Summit State of Mind. Times. I feel old like I'm going out of style So I turn down the music on my FM dial I beg of you to come and listen for a while And look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child This is my dream. What is going on everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind The podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs And everything Houston Rockets I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny With me is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin Justin, how are you doing today in a beautiful Saturday morning? <sighs> And the crowd goes wild because the Rockets got a dub last night. <laughs> <laughs> we good about that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Big win for the boys. Number 17 of the year. Woo. Late in the like year. Like my boy Brent Berry, circa 2009. That's right. That's right. You know, man. I can't believe he called that a number. We're five seconds in. Wonderful stuff. <laughs> we have a great episode in store for y'all today because we have a brand new guest on the show. Brand new guest on the pod Big time guest, a good 
great person. Um, gosh, let's see if I can introduce him properly. I got this intro and I wrote it. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can hit the nail on the head with this. Okay, here we go. To introduce him right quick, he is the digital co-host of No Layups with David Nunez on ABC 13. He is the current sideline reporter of the Houston Sabercats, the rugby team, former sideline reporter of the XFL Houston Roughnecks, former co-host of the morning show with John Granado on ESPN Houston host. He is the host of the Raheel Show podcast. He is a Lululemon ambassador. I'd like to introduce him. The one, the only, Raheel freaking Ramzanali. How's it going, man? <laughs> that is awesome. I'm going to start bringing you everywhere I go. Like a, I don't want to say like a squire, right? Because that sounds degrading, but you, you're just going to be my hype man. No, <laughs> that no, was oh, awesome. Dude, that, I could have done that better. <laughs> he I, is he is your main dude. If you need anyone to hype you up. Yeah. That was uh, perfect. I, I step into that. a board meeting. I just want you to introduce <laughs> me like that. Be, he'll be your he'll be your version of Paul Heyman. Coming yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's exactly it. I'm his client. The reigning, defending. <laughs> That's when you know you're not good at speaking, is when Paul Heyman has to come in for you. Like, look, Roman, look, you're just not doing enough for us here. Roman, <laughs> Roman, baby. We're trying to we're trying to get you going here, but you're just not good at this. We're gonna we're gonna team you up with Paul Heyman instead. Oh God. Let you're you the head of the table. That's yeah. right. But we just need a little bit of Paul sprinkled in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we I you know, I had to. I had to get you on properly, man. man thank you so first, much. Thank you. Anytime, anytime first time guest on the show. I gotta I gotta introduce you properly for uh for the fans listening in, just in case. Just in case they don't know. If you yeah. don't know, now you know. So, <laughs> no, all right. That's cool, man. Thanks, Raheel. Thanks so much for coming on, man. So, how are you doing today? Are you all good? I'm good, man. Everything is good. Um, Saturday morning, uh, no complaints, man. Uh, Saturdays are usually laid back for me up until night. Uh, tonight, we have a Sabercats match. So, I'll be heading out there around four o'clock, and, you know, it gets busy, but. Until in the morning, it's cool. I just hang out with the family, just lay back. Don't, you know, don't do anything crazy because then I get exhausted by the end of the night. So it's it's an easy morning, man. Nothing too crazy going on. There you man, go. That's awesome. Got the man. coffee, got the breakfast, got right. just hanging out, relaxing. Yeah, it's the way to do it, man. It's Saturday. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, when you're a first time guest on the pod, everyone has a nickname. Everyone has a nickname on the show. Is there a nickname that you go by at all? I go by Heezy. A, a lot of my okay. a lot of my friends just call me Heezy because of my love for Kanye. And oh, when man. Kanye was going through that that Yeezy phase where everything was Yeezy back mm-hmm. in, and, and this isn't like the clothing line Yeezy. If you listen to Kanye, it started almost in late uh, late graduation, right, or late mm-hmm. registration, excuse me, and oh, going yeah. into the graduation phase, mm-hmm. and everything was uh, like, "Where are you, Heezy or Yeezy?" So that just turned into my thing where everybody just calls me Heezy now. So. Yeah, that that would be my nickname. Is that what you, is that what you say every time um, you shoot a bucket at basketball? Say so he's like you know Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually that's right. I'm taking that shot. <laughs> it depends who I'm playing with. It depends who I'm playing. There you with. go. There you go. There you go. We respect. We respect the talent. We respect the talent. <laughs> well, Heezy, welcome, welcome in. Uh, first time uh, on the Summit State of Mind podcast. Uh, like I said, we are a Houston Rocket podcast, so we appreciate you coming on and uh, talking about some Houston Rockets mm-hmm. basketball. Obviously, it has not been a fantastic year. We'll go into mm-hmm. that in just a minute. Um, you're So you're a Houston Rockets fan, just like the rest of us here and all the listeners that listen in. Uh, can you give us like a just a quick, like gen, the genesis of, of 
Raheel's fandom with yeah. uh, the Houston Rockets. Where did it begin? To begin when you were a kid, teenager? Yeah, so it actually started. So my my parents immigrated here to Houston in 1990, and we lived in Karachi, Pakistan before then. So I was born in Karachi. I spent the first five years of my life there, and then we moved here when I was uh, five years old. 1990, we come to Houston, and I didn't know anything about basketball at that point. So we lived in these apartments in A-Leaf called Tradewinds, and there was a lot of other immigrants from our religion that lived there as well, and also a lot of African-Americans that lived there. So there was just like these two groups of people, and the way we all hung out was on the basketball court, and that's where everyone would go play. There's a playground, and then there's a basketball court. So we went there and hung out, and one of the guys there, he's actually a security guard, his name is Brian, but everybody called him Jordan because he looked like Jordan. It was incredible. <laughs> so Jordan was kind enough to teach all of these Pakistani immigrants how to play basketball. And that's where we started hooping. That's where we started developing friends. That's where we learned about the culture. That's how we assimilated within the culture of the United States, of the city of Houston, of other cultures. And that's where my love for the sport started. And it also happened to align perfectly that there was a Muslim who's playing for the city's team, the Houston Rockets, right? Like, I remember my dad telling me, you know, that guy's a, that guy's a Muslim, Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's like, I didn't know Muslims could play basketball, right? And that's what made, that's what made us fall in love with the Rockets. So my brother and I would watch all the games. And, um, you know, some of my earliest memories are, the act like the 91 finals where the Bulls and the Lakers are playing. I remember listening to that on 740 driving around and we started watching all the games like we just jumped right in and that was our love. And it's been the reason I why I got into sports. I love covering basketball. I love playing basketball. I still play once a week. And that fandom started because of those apartment uh, complex courts like that's where we where we fell in love with it man so it's been it's been a hell of a ride and and a hell of a love story since then that's awesome man like that that i love how you were able to relate that because when we when me and kenny were growing up as kids like um my dad got us a mini basketball goal because i'm like what two and a half three years older than uh, my brother yeah yeah and that's how we started um that's where it all began like i remember my earliest memory was like a um, a picture of Sam Cassell on the TV screen um, for the 94 no finals. They're comparing stats with him and Derek Harper. And that's my earliest memory. Like we have, cause I was what four years old at that point in time. So obviously it's very small, very little, but you know, there are little things here and there. And that's how the mm -hmm. fandom began. I saw how excited my dad was, you know, banging pots and pans. Yeah. And you know, cause we had never won a championship. It was the first time. So that's what, made me so excited. So everything that I saw in relation to basketball made me excited because of that feeling that he yeah. uh, showed. So it's just like, it, it's unbelievable how it's kind of like expanded to so many different things and how it just relates to family. It's wonderful. I mean, Kenny yeah, can yeah, definitely yeah. expand on that. For oh sure. yeah, no, for sure. Like it was great. Like just kind of growing up and mm. playing, playing basketball every day outside, Oh, oh, get our neighbors. Oh, okay. All right. Let's get you actual Richard. Let's come on. Come on. Let's play basketball. We just hoop. Yeah. And you know, that's, you know, when the they say, part. yeah, ball is life. It really is. <laughs> it really is like anywhere, you know, like when we, we moved to Sugarland in 1996 and the way we became friends with some of our neighbors or because, you know, there were kids about a little bit older than us, but we all played basketball. We would play every single day. 
Um, I think about some of my best friends in life. It was through basketball, right? Uh, think about any time when I went off to college and I wanted to make new friends, basketball. Like you just go out to it's, Gregory because I went to UT and, mm -hmm. and you just you just hoop and, you know, you find out like, okay, I like the way this guy plays. And then you find out like, oh man, usually the way, if you like the way a guy plays, you're probably going to like them off the court as well. Like there's such a direct <laughs> correlation. Yes. It's awesome. So yeah, man, it, it's, it, it's a sport that it's, it's the ultimate bridging of personalities of friendships and true. you always have something to do. It keeps you active and keeps your competitive juices flowing. So I'll forever be grateful to Jordan, AKA Brian, who uh, helped us learn basketball. And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't like, you know, uh, call you names and be like, man, I'm, I need to push him like, like the real Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, he was cool. <laughs> didn't, pick, didn't pick on you. No, no. That's what my brother, my older brother did that to me. He would kick my ass every single day, man. Yeah. Like, so now like when I play ball with my brother, I I'm better than him now. Um, and I just destroy him. I get payback. And like, anytime we go hoop with his friends, they all know I don't want to be on the same team as my, as my older brother. <laughs> and the they know about? I'm going to guard him. <laughs> and they know that's, I'm going to talk That is exactly to us. Yeah. That's exactly us. Yeah. That's like that. Com that's how that's how I got, you know, like on the court. I'm totally like on the talk a little bit. I'll, you know, super competitive off the court. I don't I'm just laid back. I'd have fun. But it's because of my brother. Like it's always payback. So, you know, I'm sure you like as you mentioned, you definitely have that relationship because yeah. older brother always punk the younger one. Oh, oh yeah, no, little it's, brother, little brother puts the older brother now. It's difficult. Yeah, yeah like I, I am, I am not as in good of shape. But let's be honest, Kenny brings intensity on defense. Like he's, he plays like a Ron Artest. He's hectic. Oh, he makes, oh, he makes oh, buckets no. like Vernon Maxwell. But I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, but you know, it's funny that you say that. It's funny that yeah. you say that though, Heezy, because um, I'm, I'm listening now, and I'm like, all right, all right. I think, I think I need to recruit this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have cultivated a group of hoopers that I since what nine years it's been nine years yeah we've been playing I've together for nine years cultivated yeah. a group of basketball players full court indoor good time score timekeeper like oh nice where do y'all play uh, or, play or don't you don't have to say okay. I, don't, I know people are protective oh, yeah. of the court <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna give you that text after don't you worry yeah, yeah, i'm gonna yeah. let you know and then we'll, we'll have to link up on that i gotta get you on the court man yeah man every, fr every friday night at the kenny league oh nice <laughs> that's what i'm talking about that's the same way that's the best part. Like you find a good group of guys that you can hoop with and you yep. just keep that relationship and you know, you're going to get good games. You're not going to get much oh, drama. Yeah. Uh, yes. you, yeah. And there's oh, no ball hogs, right? Like it's just so much fun. Yeah. Beautiful Lifelong friends movement. too. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy how that works out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, um, it's amazing stuff. I'm going to have to link up with you after we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. We will definitely be linking up and giving him the spot of where we hoop. Hopefully, Raheel can join us for a great hoop session, hopefully in the future. But let's worry about the now. When you talk about linking up, why don't you link up in the best way possible? What about a haircut? What about your hair? You know, maybe you may need to link up on that because maybe you don't have a barber you like to go to. Well, if you have that question, I have the solution for you of going to the greatest and best barbershop in the entire city of H-Town, which is the Argyle League. Hey you, have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey, all while being taken care of by top shelf professional barbers? That's right, this right here is the Argyle League, where me and the GM have been receiving our haircuts since 2016. 
What makes Argyle the coolest barbershop in the world? They were voted coolest barbershop in the world. They were the exclusive barbershop for the NCAA Final Four in 2016. They have worked with Radio 610 and Hope Lodge Houston, and that is just a few of their kick-ass accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and you want to look like a gentleman, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and getting a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. You can visit their website now, the Argyle League com to book an appointment. I'll say it again. TheArgyleLeague.com to book an appointment. I'm telling all of you guys right now, the barbers are all kick-ass. They're all cool people. And most importantly, they're all great at what they do. They're all great at their profession. And that is cutting hair. So whether it's a beard or the hair on your head, you need a haircut, a trim in any way, they are definitely the go-tos in terms of barber shops. The, the owner, Carlos, my personal barber, and as well as the GM, kick-ass person and just a cool all-around guy the vibe there the vibe there alone is what should draw you uh, as a man should draw you in there do you want complimentary beer right at the door for you how about a complimentary shot of whiskey right at the door for you complimentary drinks and just feel overall like a man you want to feel like a man and feel great i highly recommend going to the argyle league once again please tell them that summit state of mind sent you and with that said stay sharp gentlemen and meet us at the summit. And we continue on with an amazing conversation, a basketball-minded conversation with Raheel Ramzanali as we go into the meat and potatoes of the episode, which is going to be some Rockets talk. We're going to talk about overall with the season and what his personal thoughts were, as well as his professional thoughts, and what he's heard from, from the front office of Houston. Well, you guys want to find out? We'll continue to listen. Keep your ears peeled and your eyes open here at the Summit State of Mind. Moving on here, so okay, let's so let's talk about you know we're a Houston Rockets podcast. Let's talk about the Houston Rockets. So mm-hmm. they're current, so they're currently now they are seventeen and fifty four. Uh, at one point they were eleven and ten to start the season. Uh, they had lost James Harden. They had gone on a winning streak, and then it just kind of fell apart since that eleven and ten start. They've gone six and forty four the rest of the way. Injuries obviously being a big part. So Raheel, I just wanted to ask you, uh, kind of just being in that. Me and Justin, we're kind of on the outskirts of everything, you know. We're we're not m- media people, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but uh, someone that actually has a hand in that life. What what have you been thinking of the season so far as it's progressed? So I'm going to give my personal opinions first, and yeah. it's that I think this team has so many good pieces. Like you look at the Brooklyn Nets, right? And three years ago, the Brooklyn Nets, you watch them, you're like, this team isn't good, and they might like sneak into the playoffs because the East isn't that good. But I used to watch him because uh, my friend Kenny Atkinson was the head coach there for the Nets. So uh, I've known him mm-hmm. since he was with the Rockets. And, you know, like I went out of my way to keep watching his team, keep in touch with him. And I started noticing little things like, man, Joe Harris is really good. Joe Harris is going to be a really good piece. Um, Karis LeVert is he has flashes. Right. And mm-hmm. it took a couple of seasons for him to really become Karis LeVert. But he, he had those little flashes where you go, man, you look at the amount of shots he's going to potentially get his, you know, development every off season, more games. Like there's a chance this guy could be a really good piece and not a good piece for a championship team, but a good piece to trade and a good piece to attract people. Right. Assets. And I, I look at that. The, absolutely. Yeah. And I look at this Rockets team and as much as I hated the James Harden trade, like I think it was just garbage. I do appreciate what uh, Rafael Stone has done in terms of bringing young pieces 
like Jay Sean Tate and um and especially him. Like I love his game. Oh, absolutely. What he's doing right now. Um, mm-hmm. and then you look at uh Martin, you look at all these other pieces that are there and Christian Wood as well. Yeah, man. And you, you see got, Armani Brooks killing it too, man. Armani Brooks' shot mm-hmm. has been outstanding right now. Yeah. Like it has translated over, which is nice to see. Um, and they have these pieces that might attract a free agent or somebody that's upset at their team. Now, who that's going to be, it changes every offseason, yep. right? Like, we just Absolutely. don't know what's going to happen. We Absolutely. didn't know Kevin Durant was going to pick the Nets, right? So we don't know that next step in free agency or trades, but the Rockets have a core that should be appealing to a lot of people. And especially when you look at, like, next season, I'm going to give them another tank season, right? I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be competing for anything next season. No. Two years from now, that offseason, man – there, there could be some serious damage, right? Like it could be an appealing place for a lot of people. So that's my personal opinion. Um, from what I'm hearing, like Jay Sean Tate's the guy. Like they absolutely love him. He is like everybody. Australian, like, Australia's MVP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and has it like, yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's not going to be more. Um, there's not going to be more downfalls with him, right? Like, so I, I love that. But he's already, he, he knows how to become a professional. He knows how to do things. Now it's just getting reps in the league and yeah. learning about, you know, taking care of your body, taking uh, care of each matchup, every possession, valuing it, all that stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. It's going to be horrible basketball next year in terms of winning, but I'm excited to see those flashes and what they can eventually do with it. It's interesting that you say that, too, because expanding upon Jay Sean Tate, I always see every time I watched his game and I was a big fan of him even before the season started. I was like, yo, they got Jay Sean Tate. Like I had my eyes on him even before mm-hmm. when he was in Australia. I was like, this guy's going to be good. This guy's going to be good. And it's like he reminds me so much of P.J. Tucker, like his defense. It's a P.J. Tucker had offense like and great ball handling. And that was my opinion of him. And he's what he's averaging almost 13 points a game. He's killing Mm -hmm. it on the defensive end. He is the guy. He's definitely what you quote unquote, a glue guy. He is. Yeah. Definitely that for the team. You pair him with a superstar and Mm -hmm. Jay Sean Tate will, you know, skyrocket to the moon in terms of stardom. He's better Um, offensively than Draymond. Yeah, absolutely. Way better. Way. I'm with you way better. Um, And now he just has to learn the little things, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And, And on the defensive side, with young guys, it's always like you always worry about just the the matchup, right? Mm-hmm. But what makes Draymond so special is he understands the whole team defense, right? Where every guy yeah. needs to be, where every guy should be. And that if that evolution happens on the defensive side, man, it's going to be scary. He's definitely a piece. He's definitely mm-hmm. a piece. Would you say GM? the league will be in trouble for sure? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm hopeful that when we do come across those crossroads of where the possibility of a superstar would want to come via trade, I hope that he is the piece that we keep stubbornly, of yeah. course. But you know, you with in the league now, those are the kind of pieces that attract teams the most. You know. Yeah. Um, in terms of glue guy and in terms of hustle, um, but. You know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's just hope that we can keep a top four pick in this year's draft. Yep. And then yeah, maybe and that, things will get that too, up, right? You know? So and then next it's year, if you get another piece, right? So that's that's mm-hmm. the big thing, man. And there's still trades left to be done, right? Who knows what, what other trades they're gonna make and what other picks you could get. So there, there's a lot of building left in this team to attract a free agent. I think Absolutely. that's the road that the Rockets are going to go down is can we attract a free agent or can we trade for 
a guy that's not happy and maybe that's the guy who brings it all together. Yeah. I mean, I do like the pieces that they brought in like veteran wise, like Olenek, uh, DJ Augustine, like those are guys that are professional. Mm-hmm. They play like, you know, they understand what it takes to be in this league. I mean, I've met a DJ Augustine. I've done yoga with him at Afterglow in Missouri city. And he was such a nice dude, man. Like awesome. I shook his hand and yeah. he, he was just like, he just chatted it up with me. We were talking about um, who is his center in Orlando Vucevic. And we were having an in-depth conversation about him. So I was like, dude, this guy is a killer on fantasy. He gets no love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. He was such a nice guy. So I was happy to hear that we got him. I mean, just yeah. some, someone to show the young guys what it takes to be professional. And I think yeah. that's very crucial for their development as well. Yeah, that's a big thing because now that PJ's gone, Harden's gone, Westbrook, obviously these guys are all gone. Mm-hmm. Who's the veteran that's going to be guiding these guys during these bad stretches? Right? You have DJ, as you mentioned, Olenek has been a huge pickup um, and has been in the league and has seen things. So that can, you know, hopefully you just teach these guys, like, here's how to do it, right? Here's how you get through these tough stretches. And as much as Steven Silas is a great coach and has been in this league forever, there's only so much you can learn from your coach, right? Like you need other guys. So I'm excited and I'm excited to see who they bring back next year for, for that veteran presence to hopefully use a season that isn't great in winning. Mm-hmm. It, it is great in learning lessons to apply later. And hopefully that does translate to winning. Absolutely. No, I agree. It's it's, they need to establish a culture and that's what yeah. needs to be set forth from the, from the outset. And that will establish, uh, you know, it's, you know, championship, runs for years down the road they need that established as soon as possible yeah. so hopefully it can start next season obviously we're not winning a title winning anything and you know we're trying to win ping pong balls this year that's what we're trying to win <laughs> yeah. and there's no shame in that you look oh not it, at all you had so much success uh in the last eight to ten years that at, at every team goes through this right the exactly. lakers went through this exactly. at, like the, the best franchise uh the marquee franchise went through this the Knicks have been going through it until finally making the playoffs right so it's 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 gonna happen yeah Yeah, it just it's it's a part of the NBA's uh flow right like it just happens yeah yeah I have fans even coming up and telling me like oh like you know why why are the Rockets losing like oh this really sucks I keep telling them like there's only two ways you can get superstars in this league you're either going to draft them Mm -hmm. or you're going to get them via free agency or trade that's it yeah that's the only and you way. just have to have the the outlook and you trust your scouts and you trust your judgment that, you know, we feel like a guy in, in James Harden, if you give him more shots and you make him the focal point, we think he could become the most valuable player in this league. And that paid off. Right. So you just have to trust that trust that gut instinct of, hey, maybe this guy is going to be a superstar and we don't want to trade him. And, you know, maybe it does turn into that. Who knows? So. Now it's going to be a lot of making the right decisions and the right call so you can speed up the rebuild as opposed to staying in it forever. All of the Kings. All of the There you go, gosh. Yeah. The (laughs) The Pelicans. Pelicans. Man. Obviously, obviously, uh, moving on here, obviously, uh, last night's win was huge for a multitude of reasons. One, obviously, because it's our 17th win. We finally got a win after Mm -hmm. how many weeks? But it it was also huge in terms of uh, the retirement of Bill Worrell, his very last uh, game on the broadcast. Were you able to catch the game? Were you able to catch the any of the highlights? Or did you have you ever met Bill Worrell? Or I ha- yeah, I met Bill. He's a really nice guy. I like I I think I'm in the minority here. I just don't get obsessed with broadcasters, and okay. I should okay. like I'm I'm in broadcasting and <laughs> and I love great broadcasters, but I don't like I'm not going to miss Bill Worrell. I'm I you know even when 
Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah, I'm just being I honest. Like, like yeah, I like his just, voice, but I do like Craig's voice too. I love and, Craig Ackerman. Dude, right? Craig like, Ackerman I, is the man. He's, he's <laughs> the be real great. <laughs> he's great. He's a Clemens High School graduate like myself. Oh, oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. I didn't or add bed that in. ISD. Oh, or bed ISD. I got to redo the. I got to redo the intro <laughs> yeah. now. All right, Clemens High School alumni. <laughs> 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 Fort Bend ISD represent. Yeah, our brother uh, went to Clemens too. Yeah, yeah, so, man, he's a good, a like, time. and Craig is great. He's just a yeah. good guy. Uh, and and again, like I'll watch every game. I watch for the basketball, right? And <laughs> and that's why I'm watching. If, if Craig retires next week, I probably won't miss him either because I'll he'll still be my friend, right? So that's fine. Um, so Bill, it's it's incredible. The one thing I do want to say about Bill Worrell is 40 years, well, 39, and going into his 40th year. That's unheard of in any job Absolutely. let alone a public job like broadcasting that is special and that just speaks to the character of bill um and, and his abilities right like if you're not good you can be the nicest person but if you're not good you'll probably be out so yeah that, that's true. awesome man and and props to him 40 years almost Oof. i know are you are you are you low key like all right, I'm gonna try to get forty years out of this? <laughs> Yo, I'll be happy with like five, man. Keep it real, <laughs> right? Like you Grateful. just don't know, man. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, right. Broadcasting is hard, man. Like you could be gone in a heartbeat, yeah. right? Doesn't matter, and it takes somebody, a new management coming in saying, ah, we don't like you, and they have the free, they have the freedom to let you go, and no one's gonna think twice because it's their, it's their ship now, right? So to to last through all the the changes through the changes of the NBA, man, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And Bill Worrell, and obviously, you know, I, I, a lot of people are getting emotion off us on the broadcast, but you, I, I'm halfway with you on terms of the minority. Like I'm not in love with broadcasters either. Like I was just kind of like, okay, that's, this is great. Yeah. 40 years. Absolutely. In yeah. any, you're right. In any job, get tenure anywhere. You could be a broadcast, yeah. broadcast. You could be a janitor. You could be a nurse, whatever teacher, but I think it's just amazing. Yeah. The 40 years. And then he was able to get a win and he got the game ball from Silas, which is freaking fantastic. I thought yeah. that was great. GM, what did you, what did you think about it? I I was um, very, um, you know, it was, it was crazy. Cause I'm not going to lie to you. I do love bill, but I might be in the more of the minority when I was like, I'm surprised he didn't retire earlier, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yo man, like he was still killing the game. Um, to be honest with you, and his voice is so iconic. It's like what I think of when I um when I talk to um what's his name who does the Texans um Mark Vandermeer. Vandermeer. Mark Vandermeer. I see yeah. him at my job often, and me and him talk quite a bit. He's such a nice guy, but it's so funny to talk to him about other things other than football because mm-hmm. when I hear his voice, I just think of rock and roll, you know. But when I talk to him at normally, he's just like, "Hey, Justin, I need some help." You know, and I'm just like, yeah, hey, I got you, man. You know, and it's so funny. Mark is so sweet. He's, he's, he's such the a nice guy. Man. He's like the coolest dude. Yeah, man. He is such a nice guy. And I love that dude, man. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I mean, you know, for Worrell, it's just crazy to see that um, there will be no more of him. And it's going to be a little weird at the beginning, but it's not going to be like an intense adjustment where it's going to be like, yeah, Whoa. it's like. Is hey is Craig, Craig and Matt? Because we, we've been getting the Craig and Matt show, right? Exactly. On the road game. So it's like, yep. And I'm assuming that's what they're going to do is I they're going to so. go right into that. And that's going to be the full time uh, TV broadcast crew. That'd be awesome. And, and and cool. And like we just keep on moving. Right. It's yeah. as long as the basketball is there. I'm good. Like, I don't exactly. think I've ever I, don't, I can't remember being sad about a broadcaster retiring. I, I just yeah. can't. I'm trying. I might. And like, you know, maybe somebody listening to a podcast will go look for receipts on Twitter. But I don't remember <laughs> ever being sad. Like, I just it, it's cool. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. 
you're you're the rocket you it's i'm not watching you for i'm not tuning in to watch you you know like i'm, I'm here to go. watch your hoops or whatever football baseball whatever it is mm-hmm. that's right that's right <laughs> and you know and and even expand even like even expanding upon that like because when because when i was thinking about it and with the hall of fame enshrinement happening tonight like you know like and obviously this is how the majority feels you know when you saw kobe's retirement his last game like i didn't i didn't shed tears but i was pretty close you know i mean and, mm-hmm. and, and that's what i'm saying like bill Rose, it's cool and everything but you're right you're here to see the players the actual mm-hmm. players play so yeah. I yeah. absolutely I, I don't remember who called Kobe's last game. I, I just remember Kobe going off for 60, shooting a yeah. hundred times, right? Like that's <laughs> what I remember. I remember the actual hoops. So yeah, I don't so, remember I don't remember who called Iverson step over on uh on Lou. Right. Or, or, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't remember I don't remember who called the shot. I don't remember uh who was calling Jordan's shot on on Russell. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I do remember the moments though, right? So it's just, yeah. and I'm, dear, I, you know, a lot of people do remember that stuff. I, I don't. Yeah, I'll tell you what. No one else uh, remembered as well during Kobe sixty. No one remembers that seventy three and nine Warriors going for that seventy third win. No, no one remembers the that. same time, right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. No one cared. No one, no one cared. cared. It was like, wasn't it? Didn't they get the seventy third win right before yep. Kobe's game ended? Like literally minutes. It was or was it sure. Yeah, yeah. Because they were was, showing the game on ESPN. Yeah, if it wasn't Kobe's last game. It would have been the Warriors. For it was. Sure. It was definitely ESPN too. Definitely not. Not the main ESPN. That's right. yeah. Because <laughs> one was on ESPN. The other one was on ESPN too. And I remember going back and forth to see if history was going to be made. And more than anything, I had a big bet with one of my one of my best friends. I told him like when when they got off to that start with Luke, I was like, dude, I think they're going to beat the Bulls' record. I think they're going to get it. And He's like, there's no way they're gonna get it. So I had a I had a big meal on the line. So I, it was important to me. <laughs> you always hey, want to get fed, bro. Yeah, always. <laughs> like like what Ryback said, feed me more. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> eat. Gotta, <laughs> hey, 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 big man's gotta eat. I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's right, Raheel, keeping it real over there. Hey, man, you gotta eat, man. You especially when you place a bet. It happens. Definitely want to make sure that you get what you need. And Raheel definitely got it when he banked on Golden State getting their 73rd win. But let's go ahead and talk about something serious right here. Something serious that uh, can happen when you're not taking care of yourself. I understand now, especially with today, Minute Maid Parks reopen, Toyota Centers reopen, bars are open. That's fantastic. We're moving forward even with the pandemic and we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, which is great. But you need to make sure that whether you are at Toyota Center or Minute Maid Park or at the bar or heck, even at another friend's house, you need to make sure that you can be taken care of and not drive home drunk. Hey, are you going to take one for the road? What did that last drink cost you exactly? Thousands of dollars in legal and court costs, your license, and possibly your job when you're arrested for driving drunk. The Summit State of Mind reminds you that the law enforcement is always out every day protecting everyone from drunk drivers. If you are watching a Rockets or an Astros game, celebrate responsibly and don't take a chance because chances are you will be caught. You can designate a sober driver. You can call an Uber or call a family member or friend from home or take a ride straight to jail. Remember, you drink and drive you lose. We continue on here with a fantastic, great episode, a great conversation with Mr. Raheel Ramzanali as we continue here. I think it's time to play a game. We're in that portion of the episode as we get towards the tail end of it to play a game right here. And it's only proper that brand new guest Raheel has to be a take part of this uh, new game that we have for y'all. It's definitely going to be interesting and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I want to hear y'all's takes as y'all listen to this here 
at the Summit State of Mind. So typically on, on a podcast, I guess we play a game and I, I would like to ask you, Hill, would you be okay to play a quick game with the boys? Yeah, of course, man. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So real quick, we're going we're gonna to play a game called uh, Mount Rushmore. Okay. Mount Rushmore. And I'm sure you, I'm sure you know what it is. Mount Rushmore, which basically means, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about uh, who's the best on all time in terms of the Rockets. Give mm. So your top four all time. Damn. All time, no particular order. Okay. Give me your Mount Rushmore. All right. Hakeem, for sure. Okay. Hakeem is uh, the greatest rocket of all time. Uh, anybody thinks that James is the greatest rocket of all time just needs to beat it. It's a little <laughs> got, ridiculous. Yeah. I have no time <laughs> yeah, for you. No. Um, he doesn't have a time. I'm going to go, even though I didn't watch him just out of respect, Calvin Murphy would be mm-hmm. on that list for me. Um. I covered this guy. I don't think he has enough seasons. I'm being a little biased here because he's one of the nicest guys of all time. Yao Ming is going to be on my list. Ah, okay. Yeah, like I'm going to put Yao there. I'm going to be, look, I'm just going to be a little selfish here and put a guy that was super nice, uh, enjoyed covering his prime. So there's Calvin, there's Hakeem. Now, man, this is tough. This is tough. Who am I going to put at four? It's not going to be T-Mac. Ah. It's not going to be James for me either. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is my personal list. Dang. Who am I going to put there? <laughs> it's always the fourth. It's always yeah, like the everyone struggles hard. on the fourth. I get that. All right. He hit the biggest shot that I've ever seen. I'm putting Mario Ellie there. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> His stats don't. Yeah, there His you stats go. have oh, no reason man, to be a it. Mount Rushmore. Okay. <laughs> but the biggest shot. He was the junkyard dog. He was he was the man. He is incredible. He brought in a new intensity for the Rockets. So I'm putting Ellie there. Wow. Yeah, you know, I've never, you know yeah. what? You know, if you're talking about in terms of role players, absolutely. I have to, I have to agree. Hey man, you we gotta what? celebrate the role players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is your personal. Hey, it's not about the it is your personal Mount yeah. Rushmore, your Rushmore Rockets. So I get who do y'all have? Now I want to see my notable. Okay. Obviously, James and T Mac <laughs> are left off. So yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 you don't have to worry about that. I I GM, you go. I have a lot to say about T Mac. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Notable okay. submissions. Okay. So I'm gonna have to go or with notable omissions. Sorry. The same uh Hakeem, obviously. Without him. Who wouldn't be here? Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first one. Um, for me, I'm gonna have to put James as he's the one that reignited reignited my love for the Rockets. Sure. Harden, you know, my number three. Okay, I've met this guy and he was so nice to me. And I mean, like, he literally waited around for me and was like, "Hey, man, I know you want to take a picture. Let's take a picture." Robert Ori waited, okay. and he love just he shook my hand. And he was like, "I know you're a big fan. You told me you're a big fan." And I was like, "Man, my heart." That's really cool. <laughs> like I thought that was the sweetest thing. Like he yep, was, yep. as he said, he was about to hop on a flight to LA, um, and I was making him a drink, and he was just like, "Hey, man, like I know that you're kind of busy. I'm gonna wait, you know." And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. He didn't That's have to dope. do that. He made he's what won seven rings, and he waited for a little schmuck like me. I thought that was the coolest so thing cool. in the world. Um, and for number four, man, I'm gonna have to go with my fondest and earliest memory. I got to go with my. Number one, bald-headed alien head, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell. I right. love that guy. Like, he was just, God, he has been so much, man. I loved him. And so, yeah, that personally, that would be my four. That's I mean, dope. I wanted to include Rudy T. 
I wanted to include Moses because I really liked Moses, even though he was kind of mean to me. But I don't know why. <laughs> but, you know, out of respect. Keep it real. Keep it real. Yeah. Keep it real. But, you know, like, yeah. yeah like, uh, yeah, Rudy, Rudy's a good one. I should have put Rudy on mine, too, now that I'm thinking about it. But you know what? It's too guy. late. It's too late now. <laughs> yeah, you're Rushmore set. Committed. Yeah. It's, we, already it's on, started, it's yeah we already started construction and etching it. Yeah, it's too late. Now. Sorry, Rudy. You, you get to go in the Hall of Fame instead today. Architect, there you go. Architect made his sketch. Yeah. There you go. I'm sorry, there you go. man. All right. All right. Okay. So it's my turn here. Okay. So I agree with your omission of T-Mac because of the fact that uh, I do not. Okay. I used to love T-Mac. I was, I'm going to try to summarize this as quick as possible. I used to love T-Mac. I used to defend T-Mac. Great guy. Uh, great. I mean, great player, not a great guy because I met him on an airplane. I tried to, uh, I didn't even want, I, he had his shades on. I wasn't even trying to bother him. I, he's in first class. I'm walking through. Oh, shoot, that's T-Mac. It's my hero coming in. I just, Hey, T-Mac, man. Hey, I appreciate everything you did for the city of Houston. It's, uh, and I have my hand out. I'm like, and I just preached. I don't want a picture. I don't want an autograph. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you for what, everything you did for the city of Houston on his phone. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's <laughs> does not look at wow. me. And I'm like, and then, man. you know, you have all the people behind me. They're like, man, who's this idiot trying to talk to whoever this guy is? People don't even know who he is. And I'm just like, all right. All right, cool. So yeah. now he's been omitted from my route much more. I'll, Rushmore, now and forever. He can be in the bottom with uh, everyone. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I'm with you. I can't believe there was, I, I, there were times where I would defend. I was like, uh, I didn't never defend a T-Mac, but I can't believe my friends had the courage to say that T-Mac belonged in the same conversation as Kobe. And now I look back and I'm like, you guys are dumb. Stop. Don't ever do. Don't ever talk basketball with me. If you there was a, there was like two years where T-Mac was unstoppable. And it's cute. Two and years. It's like, cute. cool. That's yeah. great. Like you put up numbers. That's fine. But you don't belong in that conversation. Absolutely no not. Yeah. So I can't I can't yeah. put I can't put him there because, you know, yeah, I can't I'm do with that. You. So thank you. I appreciate that. So I got to put it. So Hakeem for sure is on the board. Yeah, I got to put James, man. I got to put Harden in there. Harden's up there. Okay, for that's, dude, that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, he should be. He should be for everybody. I just I'm, don't. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going by I'm going by my own eyes. I, I'm going by people that are the, the ones that I remember and I didn't <laughs> see. Um, I'm going to put, I'm gonna, you know, in terms of role players, I'm going to put Trevor Reza in there. I love Trevor Reza. He's yeah. one of my favorite role players of all time. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of his. Your obsession with his with him is a little unhealthy, but it's wonderful. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Don't, don't, hate on, don't hate on the boy, Trev. Everyone hates 0 for 12 for 3, man. And when you're defending the two greatest shooters on the planet, you're going to have tired legs. I'm just going to be real with you. Touche. And then, uh, oh, man, yeah, my last. I don't know. Uh, Ty Lawson. Oh, <laughs> be, oh, you mean sweet Ty? Sweet Ty Lawson? No, come on now, man. Come on now, man. Like he Ty is a kite, Ty Lawson. That's you what have I'm to, talking you about. You have to play a minimum of you have to play a minimum of uh, fifty games to get to get something out of me. You can't give you him. Should have done enough. like the, the Mount Rushmore of buffoon rockets. You know, I've been my I should have done that. Oh, okay. I would have put him on Bonzi Wells and House of Pies, man. That. My dude. <laughs> I would have put him on that for sure. Uh, I, I guess I'll put. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna put Yao Ming on that board. Yeah. Just based on what I've seen, and there was a period of time where that man was unstoppable. You could not shake the Shanghai Shake. Like you I'm could not you. keep up with him. So, absolutely, I agree. More, I agree. And one of the greatest ambassadors for the sport. Absolutely. So, yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. He bridged two nations. Like I respect that for sure. <clears throat> Moving on, we're gonna do we're gonna do one more round Mount Rushmore. I want your Mount Rushmore of your favorite wrestlers. Go! Oh man, that's, okay, let's do it. On the spot, that's, on the spot. Right, on let's the spot. do this. Favorite that's wrestlers. 
Stone Cold. He's thought about I saw this. Him, I saw him at the Astrodome WrestleMania. Oh. And my brother, I don't know how, my brother surprised me. We went and got tickets. Now, we were broke as hell, so we were literally touching the top of the Astrodome. Like, I'm not even joking. We were touching. Dude, I heard the this top. story on your pod literally the other day. I was <laughs> cracking up. Man. And like, oh, it was one of the greatest moments, man. Being there, the energy. I had my shirt on. And it was a like, shirt that was too big because we, my mom was like, we're going to buy a bigger shirt because you're going to keep growing. So Stone Cold will always be number one. I got Chris Jericho on there, the, uh, yes. the gift of Gab, and one of the best on the mic to do it. Mm-hmm. I love Easily. it. He just He's the best. The Rock, I'm going to put him up there too. Uh, Gotta just out of respect. This is where it gets hard, right? Because now you've got, you've got Undertaker on the board. You've got HBK on the board. Yep. You've got Bret Hart on the board. This is the mm-hmm. toughest one. I'm going to go with the Undertaker. Nobody, you know, look, there's no other wrestler that walks in and the mm. temperature in the room drops 40 degrees. Okay. That's Nobody so else can do that. There so you go. I'm going to go with the undertaker. Yeah, no, one can, no one can own a character. No one can, has ever created a character. Yeah. WWE, I don't really care if it's WWE, any wrestling company that's ever existed mm-hmm. in any on planet earth. No one has created a character and owned it and evolved it. Yeah. As well. As I would say did. in entertainment, in yeah. entertainment across the board, like TV Agreed. shows, everything, right. Cause Agreed. Uh, Characters evolve on TV shows as well. Undertaker right. has done it for 33, more than 33 years, right? Because he debuted oh, yeah. in absolutely debuted yeah. in what 90, 91. 91, yeah. So, so he's 30 plus years. He's done yeah. it. You know, two of your Mount Rushmore's, two of your people on your Mount Rushmore have done it for 30 years, you know, a la Jericho, too. Jericho's yeah, Jericho, been going for 30 Jericho's years. As well. <laughs> Jericho's still out there the with the dad bod yeah. still and there, dude. It. He's he's killing it. Thrown, killing thrown it. off, thrown off yeah. his own. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> that's awesome. Who do you uh, quickly? Right. Who do you guys have? Yeah, GM, go ahead. Okay, so for me, my number one would be I got to go Stone Cold, obviously yeah. too. Stone Cold. Yeah. Number Three. two will be Brett. Brett Hart was the one okay. that th- that rivalry uh, brought me in as a kid. To be honest, that rivalry. Number three. Okay, so I'm I'm very gosh because this. Okay, I'm gonna have to go CM Punk because I love that guy. Okay. He brought me back in in 2011. Damn, Damn I was gonna he was my gosh. favorite. <laughs> if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't like have been interested again. Number four. There's so many because I have. If I have like to pick out of it's like, the Macho Man, Jericho, and Edge. Those Ooh, are the three edge. I would have to pick out of my edge, and man. see, that's and like, and that's the that's thing. Like, if, if I had to pick one, like, I would, I might have to eliminate Macho. I love him though, but I would have to go between Edge and Jericho. But I think I'm going to lean towards Edge oh, because yeah, of feeling. Kenny, Kenny and I were at Royal Rumble 2020, and his return was the, the best, most, giving me goosebumps right now just talking yeah. about it because that was the best moment I've ever experienced as a wrestling fan. Like, you know, just to see him come back after nine years and to hear about his passion and to know how hard he loved it. And I mean, sorry, how hard he worked to come back. It hits even harder now. For sure. But that's, that's my personally. Okay. uh, uh, Mine is I'm gonna have to go. Okay. Stone cold. Obviously he defined a generation He defined our generation. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. I got to put him up there. Uh, Owen Hart. Owen Hart is my hands down my favorite wrestler of all time. Okay. Way mm-hmm. ahead of his time uh, in terms of talent. Uh, yeah, I gotta put Jericho up there. Jericho's just God. He's such a he's such he's, a beast. The yeah. Ayatollah of rock and roller. Like, come on, <laughs> come on. What do you come up? The with whole that? branding around his debut, the the way he yeah. evolved his his uh, in ring performance around the debut, the Y two K stuff. Like, it was just 
the code breaker like come on it's so stupid He's but so it works He's the so code breaker is such a devastating move like <laughs> it's awesome. perfect so the uh, knees to a back and that's really all it is yeah <laughs> my fourth okay i'm gonna put in and i i think he's gonna go down as one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time i'm gonna go randy orton i'm gonna go randy wow orton. kenny randy you orton didn't include so eddie deep. guerrero wow <laughs> you forgot I him that was your guy it's too late <laughs> it's too late oh, you committed no. it's too committed. late kevin durant you forgot <laughs> It's too late. Uh, the commissioner has there been shut go. down. There you go. Hey. Oh, awesome, awesome. I am shocked. Oh, Not even gonna lie, you know what? I, I, I respect, I respect pod, the pick. This podcast is never going to see the light of day. This week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowing it to go through anymore. Damn, that's cold, man. Did you guys watch the Eddie Guerrero documentary and the... Um, or not the Eddie Guerrero documentary, the uh, Chris Benoit documentary. Yes, dude. Yeah. Dark Every side. Dark, yeah, dude, it's so, so good. Man. good man. That was tough. It's heavy. Man. It's heavy. That was hard. tough. And I didn't know. I didn't know a yeah. lot of that. That was tough. Their deaths linked. You know, you can yeah. even say if Guerrero never passed. Oh, for Benoit sure. Because yeah. in my opinion, Benoit for me would have been on my Mount Rushmore if it wasn't yeah. for what he did. Because mm-hmm. and yeah. and he'd be on everyone's Mount Rushmore. It's it's a shame, really. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Dark Side. That's a cheap plug for Dark Side. Be yeah. sure to watch that. They make great docs. <laughs> that Brian Pillman one is really good. Just I haven't watch watched. That, that I haven't watched the other ones. That one is too. really good. On yeah. Vice, I'll watch on, it. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's great. All right, so uh, we're gonna end up. We're gonna end the podcast here. But Raheel, I just want to say thank you so much for you know coming on the pod. We really appreciate you. Yeah, man. You know, thank you so time much, out. man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, my pleasure, man. Keep doing it. And, and, and like I was telling you a little bit before, uh, you know, keep putting out good content like you're you are somebody's show. Right. So don't stop putting out content. It's awesome mm-hmm. to see people create more stuff, get their opinions out there, because it, it, that's the best part. Like we're all just hanging out, talking sports and people love hearing that. So so keep doing that, man. For sure, for sure. I appreciate that. Before you go, do you have any plugs? Anything you got to say before? Oh you hell yeah, I got some plugs. Go ahead, let's go. go let's, let's plug some stuff. Wait, wait, let's, let's go, man. Let's, let's get the list of Raheel going. <laughs> All right, let's get this going. I love a good a plug. list of follow me. If you're gonna follow me anywhere, follow me on Instagram at Raheel Doing Things. Uh, if you just search my name, you'll find it. It's the only Raheel Ramsnali account out there. Um, then follow me on Twitter at the underscore Raheel. You can watch me on no layups every Thursday and Sunday on abc13.com and on your ABC 13 news. Uh, we use clips on it as well with my best friend, David Nuno. Uh, you can watch, uh, or you can listen to the podcast, the Raheel show podcast. We're starting to do 10 minute conversations with my buddy, Jose Partita. He's a great dude. So we, we now take one topic. We get 10 minutes. If we don't get stuff in, then it wasn't that important to get in. So uh, 10 minute conversations are out. The first episode is where do you want to eat in the city of Houston and where people should eat in the city of Houston. So we put our list out. So definitely listen to that podcast Mm -hmm. and then uh, go buy some Lululemon, as you mentioned, Lululemon ambassador. So uh, definitely get you some ABC, uh, ABC pants, get them joggers going my favorite pants but yeah you don't have to go do i'm just teasing but yeah kenny's a huge little lemon i can't show man yeah i'm wearing some lemon right now you don't want to know where i'm wearing it (laughs) don't want to know don't want to know we got we're gonna censor out the Nike uh, logo here. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I, you realize I didn't even raise up my Adidas high enough. So you I know. <laughs> now they're like, yeah. I was like, am I allowed to wear other brands now? I'm like, yeah, you can't. It's not a big deal. But just when you go work out and stuff, make sure you're wearing Lululemon. I was like, okay. I'll that's do that. That's, I was like, that's, that's easy enough to do. Yes, yeah, I can do that. Do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta make sure, you know, if you're gonna wear you're gonna wear Lulu, you're gonna wear Lulu when you work out or when you're possibly hooping. 
with uh, the Summit State of Mind, hopefully in the future. <laughs> I, guys, man. I can't no, wait, man. It's going to be a no layup summit uh, hookup right there. <laughs> Absolutely. There man. I, Thank you again for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so again, much. Rahil. Thank you, man. Big time thank you once again to Raheel for coming on our podcast. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate you. And especially all the fans that have been continuing to support us 30 episodes in. And just like all famous people once said, we are just getting started. It's the end of the Houston Rockets season, so you better be sure that to tune in and listen because we're going to have some draft talk. We're going to have some playoff talk as well. And we're also going to have talk about who the Rockets might be able to draft Kof Kof Kate Cunningham as well as any other prospects that might be on the board. We have three picks currently and hopefully we can land in that top four to keep our pick. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at SummitStateOfMind underscore pod where we continue to pump out content. You can listen to us on the big three platforms, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, wherever you get your listening tunes. Definitely keep following us, keep listening to us, because though the season may be over for the Rockets and it may have been a tough journey and a tough ride, we will continue to pump out content for y'all just like in today's episode. So be sure to listen to that as well. Be sure to also t- check out all the wonderful podcasts that have been supporting us since day one. Uh, be sure to listen to SNT, Shots and Thoughts, obviously. Great uh, episode, great show in terms of you want some wit, some, learn, get some knowledge, curious folks, uh, and a couple of drinks while you're at it. They're definitely a lot of fun. They play games as well, so you can enjoy that. As well as the Sports Trap Podcast, who not only cover the Rockets, but as well as Texans Talk and Astros Talk as well, and all around the city of Houston. So be sure to give them a listen as well. With that said, with this pandemic going on, be sure to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Be sure that you are wearing your mask. Be sure that you are being kind to one another and make sure that you are being kind and taking care of yourself as well. Once again, a big time thank you to Raheel Ramzanali for coming on our podcast, the Summit State of Mind podcast, coming on the Kenny Smith, the 30th episode. And uh, with that said, we'll see you guys next Tuesday and be on the lookout. More episodes coming straight to you, my friends, your beautiful ears. Take care. The Summit for, 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 for life.